Then why were you capping on me? Dude, if I'm not going to cap on you, Dez, then then I don't like um, you, man. So okay. figure it out, son. Huh? I'm, all right, look, we just got to win. We're just going to win. And that's, yeah, that's, why that's I said, all that means. Fuck them all, man. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Diamond Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. Brian Lalima, Apollo Dez here with you. Producer Josh is also tagging along for today's episode. Follow us on Twitter at Apollo Dez1, at BLima790, and of course at Apollo HOU. Dez, do we not have a producer cam today? Are we? Uh, yeah. I think so. He was. <clears throat> they were fixing the volumes on here. Do we have a producer cam? Are we good? No, no producer no cam. No producer cam today. Okay. Well, the Astros just take two out of three from the Rays over the weekend. They welcome in the Phillies tonight, which is Monday. They open up their last series of the season before the playoffs start. Lance McCullers Jr., Framber Valdez, and Justin Verlander scheduled to start against the Phillies. The Phillies need to win one game, and they are in the wild card spot in the NL. But if they get swept by the Astros, they are out, and somehow the Brewers get in. Oh my gosh, October is right around the corner and you can taste it. So I'm excited. Let's dive right into, you want to talk Rays? You want to talk uh, upcoming Phillies? Maybe a little Jeremy Pena? Maybe the Mets and Braves? The Braves are the scariest team on the planet right now? We got a couple of things to dig into. Where do you want to start? Um, we can start about the Rays series. Uh, I thought it was really good baseball. Won some close games. It always feels good to win a one-run, two-run ball game. But to do it against the potential matchup you could play in uh, October has got to be uh, a good feeling. Obviously, these don't count. October is what counts. Um, the playoffs is what makes heroes and goats. So um, all in all, I thought the guys pitched really good. I thought Garcia pitched really well. Um, he's been kind of nails over the last six or seven starts. Obviously, a lot of people wrote him off and were like, hey, you know, he's not going to be in the rotation and he's, he's going to be in the bullpen, but he's still a weapon. And when you have him being a bridge guy, it's pretty insane. Um, you have Javier who, who once again, pitched brilliantly. I mean, the guy just huh. is a weapon and I, I'll yeah. start by saying, I know he should be your fourth arm in the rotation. And, he deserves it. He's earned it. He It makes all the sense in the world. But I would love, love, love for him just to be a bridge guy and pitch two or three times in a series um, and not just maybe once. But I completely understand what he's probably going to do. Um, and that's fine. I mean, Hunter Brown may be that Colin McHugh guy where he just bridges two, three innings, uh, even though I'd rather have Javier be that role. But going Javier than Hunter Brown, is it's pretty... Pretty lights out right now. Yeah, that, that's it's pretty, pretty, pretty fucking nasty. Yeah, Christian Javier went six innings, two hits, walked two, uh, struck out seven in the win against the Rays on, what was that, Saturday night or Saturday afternoon. They won two to one. Hunter Brown, an inning, and that one only gave up a hit, struck out two. Montero, a clean inning. Uh, Ryan Presley walked two, uh, gave up a run, obviously, in that ninth, but still got it done. Yeah, I think when we look at the playoff uh matchups it was you know starting today jose urquidy is going to be out of the pen so i'm sure we're going to have urquidy come out of the pen in the alds um I, I listened to some audio this morning where james click was asked about a piggyback start uh with luis garcia and and a couple of others so 
it's kind of like we said last week, you know, one of the one or two or three of these guys, Christian Javier, Luis Garcia, um, Jose Arquiti, and then Hunter Brown, all four of those guys will somehow be in a piggyback uh, opener type role come the ALDS because I think where we stand right now, it's got to be Justin Verlander, Framer Valdez, and then um, Lance McCullers. And then I personally, I would start Christian Javier game four if needed, obviously. Um, I think he is your fourth starter, especially in the CS, um, and then figure it out from there. Um, at the end of the day, it's like we said pretty much here over the last four or five weeks that it's such a good problem to have because you have so many quality arms that are throwing extremely well, and they have all season. I mean, you think about it, you have Christian Javier with 11 wins. You've got Framber with 16 You've got Justin Verlander with 17. I think Arkady and and um, who am I missing? Arkady and Luis Garcia both have what 12 or 13 wins. I mean, that, yeah, I, think I mean, Luis is at 15 and and Jose is at 13. Garcia's at no, Garcia's at 14. Garcia's and, got his 15th last night. Yes, last night. Sorry. So 15 and then Arkady. Arkady's got 13 wins. Arkady's at 13, Framber's at 16, Justin's at 17. So 15, 16, 17. And then Christian wow. Javier might be the most dynamic outside of um outside of your 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 top three. I mean, and he's coming in at 11 wins. And there's a couple of games that were one or two run, you know, decided by one or two runs that you could have got him a couple extra wins. I mean, just this rotation has been so solid. All season long, it's 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 crazy to think about what this pitching staff has done. Yeah, and I look weight wins and losses are a, a dinosaur dying off stat. Um, sometimes there's a there's a lot of misleading truths in those records. Yeah, and I think that's Javier, right? Where the other other guys like legitimately pitch their tails off. Javier just was on the bad luck of some games. He could easily be, you know, 14, 14 and five, fourteen and six. But his baseball savant page, and I know I know you're not a savant guy, but it oh, is no, like I, I love pretty much savant. all red. What do we got? It's all red. Like what, yeah, hard hit percentage. He's in the like 84th percentile. Um, the X batting average and X slugging against him, he's like in the 98, 95 percentile. His whip percentage is 81 percent percentile. The fastball spin 78, curve spin 92. Like. The dude's spinning the baseball. What's his uh, really, really high level? What's his K per nine? It's got to be in double digits, right? I think it's eleven seven. Yeah, isn't it? His it's uh currently yeah eleven seven. Oh god! Uh, I was gonna say he's actually um, you know Framber's had the hype of the quality start tour tour and everything, um, but uh, Javier has actually kind of had a better season just in less innings pitch. He's 11. at a 152 ERA plus, and Framber's at 134. 11. So the kind of the cool thing uh, on Savant, you can like compare the similar pitches to other pitchers. He's being compared to to Cease, Tristan McKenzie, Kinley. Even though you know Kinley, Kinley's a is a Kinley Jansen roller coaster of a of pitcher, yeah. but those that's a good uh three pitchers to be uh, be around and kind of uh, associated with. So look. There's a chance that the Astros take care of business that Javier's not even pitching until middle October 20s, something. Right. If you think about it, if the Astros take care of business in the DS, go one, two, three, which is, look, 
baseball is baseball. It finds a weird way to level things out, and what you think could happen is not. But if they take care of business, and then he's your game four starter in the CS, he's not pitching till like October twenty first, I think. Yeah. When is game four of the CS, Josh? Do we have the schedule? That's a long layoff. So that's why I think in the DS, if you have to have a a game plan to, hey, he's your bridge guy. He's going to be a guy that keeps his innings up and does that because if if he's not he's not pitching, he's that's a lot. That's almost a month off. ALCS game four is the twenty third. Twenty third. Wow. I mean, that's a good problem to have. Obviously, like we're we're taking care of this, and your your number four star is not pitching until then. But um, it's not out of the realm possibilities. Right. Yeah, and looking at the playoff picture, if it ended today, you would have the Astros at the number one seed, then the Yankees at the number two seed. Yankees would play the winner of the Guardians and the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Astros would play the winner of the Blue Jays and Mariners. So a lot of the talk is matchups. What matchup would you rather see, Des? Would you rather them Blue Jays or would you rather them Mariners? Come well, which on. one is a problem? Who's a problem? I heard I'd rather Seattle play the was, Blue Jays. I heard I heard Seattle was a problem. I'd rather play the Blue Jays. Why? Yeah. I'm why? Yeah. Um Yeah, I I mean obviously we have a losing record versus them when Mano was here and then you have the George Springer factor. I think uh I just think we we match up we match up better. Dude, you are terrified of the Mariners, aren't you? Look, I baseball's poetic. <laughs> what what would baseball's be po- poetic? What would be poetic about playing the Mariners? It it's a team that you that you have consistently beat uh-huh. and then they beat you in October. Everything goes out the door. So and their playoff drought. And their I mean. playoff drought, 21 years like the the they're the little brother, of, you know, the division, the division that used to be Oakland, now it's them. Like you have it's just a lot of factors. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't really, I, I'd I, rather go up North, have some, some maple syrup and, and beat the, beat the blue Jays. Right. But how, just because, so here, here's, and you and I are usually on the exact same page when it comes to baseball mindset, but I'm going to disagree with you real quick because why are they all of a sudden the little brother of the division? And it's not Oakland. Oh, the Mariners have had what one good season. No, Two I mean the, one and a half. See, I mean, Seattle's Seattle's been in your your rearview mirror for a bit. The, in the in the in the sprint, o- Oakland's the been sprint. Oakland's been o- Oakland's been yeah, more Oakland of a problem all than the Mariners. No, I mean, yes. recently it's been the Mariners. Last two years. Last two okay. years. Okay. I mean, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That that's that's a small in the grand scheme of things. Two years, and now all of a sudden they're. I mean, I know they got better pitching than Toronto, but what? When it comes to Toronto, what would or what, what would you rather face? Would you rather face Toronto in a really good lineup and an okay pitching staff, or Seattle with a um, a good pitching staff and an okay lineup? I'd rather face Toronto because Seattle's seen our guys sixteen times to compare to the Blue Jays four or five times. Right. I look five gamers scare me. Give me give me a team that. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on the the five. I, I hate five game series. Like, it, uh, but. On the flip side of that, like look at what Toronto and, and the, the the wild card teams, a three game series, dude. That's gonna be fucking bananas. They are gonna empty the absolute tank to get past that series. All four of those teams. Yeah, I mean, you're playing the wild card. Playing that wild card sucks. 
It does. Uh, I'll 100% say that. It's just, I don't know. There's just a lot of factors I just don't like. The 21 years, their playoff crowds will be raucous. They're in the division. We've owned them. And it, it, it just, it all changes if they win a series in October in the sense of their perspective. So I don't want to fucking deal with that. If we're playing them, then you just, you play little brother and you, and you beat little brother. Right. I just don't want to have that scenario. Um, at Rogers Center, the Astros have an 813 OPS this year. Uh, at T-Mobile Park, they have a 648 OPS. Play, play Toronto. Yeah. But I, I mean, I think, I think that series goes three. And I think the other series goes three. Um, I, dude, both of, there is there. I just there's no way that both of those wild card series only go two games. Like th- those games are going to be absolute bananas. They are going yeah. to do anything and everything to win those games. They're going to throw everything and the kitchen sink at each other. And then both of the, whoever moves on, like their rotations are going to be fucked going yeah, into the I ALDS. Be surprised if this year in both leagues, all four wild card winners are home. Are well, just get beat by the oh, in the next, yeah, yeah. I think all four of them are going to lose badly because the playoff, and then they're going to have to reassess. Oh, maybe this isn't a good idea because right. these teams literally have no starting pitching going it's gonna, into the DS. The, the rotation, you know if it goes three games, those rotations are so fucked. fucked, they are so fucked. fucked, yeah. But also, this, also, this, this is just another factor I don't like. Say Seattle wins, okay, uh-huh. we play Seattle. Their first home playoff game oh, in 21 God. years will be game three of the DS. Right. Because they're playing all three games on the road in, in Toronto. Right. So that crowd in game three, we thought we thought the White Sox last year when they had the lights and the fucking old man with the cane doing uh-huh. the voodoo was loud. That place is going to be bananas right i mean banana i don't want to just do i mean yeah gra- granted roger center we bump into dude We've they're all it. gonna be every every ballpark and that's where like you and i have discussed a thousand times going into raucous opposing stadiums doesn't phase this team and this organization so fuck it it's like i said in the group our group message on apollo fuck everybody else in the american league i'm not scared of anybody give me all the smoke none of these teams scare me they don't what they don't we can segue this is what we call a segue in the business who's who scares you right now <laughs> who's <laughs> that's what uh, we the, call a segue the, the uh the atlanta braves Atlanta braves are playing really good dude Ooh. the atlanta braves just demolished the mets they beat Degrom. they beat scherzer and what was the third i don't know who, who? Bassett. they beat bassett and bassett they they like they demolish what the braves are doing right now should scare everybody Especially in the, uh, in it should the scare league. the Dodgers. It should scare the Dodgers. The Dodgers should be scared. It should, the they should be. Braves and LCS. Oh yeah, the Braves are so damn good. This is this is what's scary. You had when I say when I say we had the Mets had Major League Baseball had an opportunity to put the Braves away, and they didn't because this Braves team has been playing their asses off all year chasing. Chasing the Mets and it took the final yeah. week to finally get over it, right? Yep. If they chased them all year and didn't get this by and then would have had to play three games and then go into a DS, they would have been gassed. Oh, yeah. You just put a lot of it. The Mets just let the Braves catch their breath and get everything lined up. And that should terrify everyone on the National League side because I think this Braves team is better than the team that beat the Astros last year. They are. Which They're is. A- that's, which is wild. That's a scary thing. Um, 
They are they now. Are. That's another. That's our problem to worry about later. Right. But did you watch the game last night? Uh, no, I didn't. I, I was coaching, so I missed that. I watched the highlights this morning, and it's so n- not only punching Degrom in the mouth, not only pu- punching Scherzer in the mouth. <laughs> There's this play because the Mets at this point, game three, still control their destiny, right? Yeah, they can they can salvage the series, avoid the sweep. It is three nothing or three one. Runners on the corners, no outs. There's a swing and bunt down the third baseline. A guy gets a good break. He's going to score on the play. So it's a do or die for Riley. He, if he bare hands it, I don't even know if he gets the guy at first. So the guy's going to score and they get, they get the, the guy over. Even if he gets the out, the guy still scores, right? And they'd be down 4-1. He lets the ball go. He reads the spin and lets the ball go and it barely goes foul. Just an, an, an insane animal read. Yeah. Then the best part about it, Dansby walks over to the foul ball and just slowly, slow. This is the game within the game that just gets me so bricked up. Yeah. Dansby walks over to the foul ball, takes his time. Charlie Morton's sweating bullets. Charlie Morton looks like he's seeing ghosts. And Dansby just over there, reads the label of the ball, takes his time, then throws it in the stands. Walks all the way back. So you had a third baseman make a do-or-die play that will run no matter what he feels is going to score because there's no play at home. The run doesn't score. Next pitch, infield pop-up. Next batter, strikeout. Yeah. Next pitch, ground ball. Out of the inning, no one, no one scores. So they're still down through. So that one play changes the entire complexion of the ball game. Just like the that. The offense comes up, puts a two-spot, ties it up that next half inning. It's now 3-3. That play alone, I tweeted, I was like, that changes, that. that's going to be what you put on a fucking World Series championship DVD. Like, it, it was the most insane bananas baseball play I've ever seen in my entire life, and it got me so bricked up because not only did Dansby give his a starter a breather, Charlie regained himself, and then one, two, three, got out of the inning. I was right. like... Yeah, that was just peak baseball. Do you, do you remember oh. when? Do you remember when there were some people that tried to tell me and you that momentum doesn't exist in baseball? Momentum is a real thing. Like that's that's a perfect example of first first of all having high baseball IQ in Riley, Dansby Swanson knowing that Riley just um, made the best play to let the baseball go foul. You could probably feel the tension in the ballpark. Oh yeah, slows, he slows the game down completely. Let's Charlie figure it out. Let's Riley figure it out. And then it, it, it's it's controlling the momentum, controlling what you can control. And in that moment, Dansby Swanson, yeah, the, the high high IQ play for Riley to do that is one thing. But the underrated part of that is what Dansby Swanson did because you you slow down everything, and then you see what it does. Like, don't tell me momentum is not a real thing in baseball. That's a perfect example of it. You let your starter get – you let your starter regroup, and then he goes out and you said, what was it? A pop-up, an infield pop-up. Infield pop-up. Strikeout. Strikeout. Ground, ground out. Crazy, man. That's that's the shit in baseball that, like you said, get bricked up. Like that's the that's what I love about that game, about about this game, is moments like that. High baseball IQ, slow down the ball, slow down the game as much as possible. The game within the game, ride the momentum, and then bingo, bango, bongo, boom, out of the inning. Okay, I'm back on. I'm back on now playing Seattle. Okay, why? Because I think George Springer, being the the pulse of that team in October, is kind of. 
I'm looking the Seattle, the Seattle series. I think the momentum, the pressure of 21 years and all that can eat them up. I, <clears throat> I think I would much rather play Toronto because good pitching beats good hitting in October. They have a good lineup, but who do they have after Manoa? Well, it depends. If 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 Kevin Gossman's on, he's on. That's scary. And then you have Barrios, but Barrios is at a down year. Um, who has better pitching? We wait, know who has better pitching. It's you just said you wanted to play Seattle earlier. Now you want to play no, Toronto? No, 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 no. I was asking. I was coming from a, a standpoint of just asking why. Why are we like making? I, I think we make not we, but I think yeah, it's we. We're a team here. I just think we put we we make these Mariners out to be like they're just some like they're a problem. And I was just curious as to why you why you so and Josh this entire time that. you wanted to play Toronto. What's that? This entire time you wanted to play Toronto. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, who's got better pitching. I said that last week. I said the Mariners have good pitching. What are we doing here? But I just I doing? just don't think like they're not a problem. Like they have good pitching, but they're not. We're not. They're nothing. Like they they aren't. They haven't been there, done that. Like, yes, they they're playing well. They've gotten better, but like, dude, they're 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 not little. They're not even little brother yet. Like, do something in the playoffs, and then we can anoint them the little brother. The A's have done much more than the Mariners in the last six years of this golden age of baseball we've seen from the Astros. Yes or no? That's that's a, an irrelevant question. No, see, come on, dude. <laughs> irrelevant question. Your Honor, phrasing. <laughs> Your honor. No, I'd rather. Yeah. If you look at that, if honestly, it, yeah. If you look at that matchup, I would rather play Toronto because good pitching beats good hitting in October. Then why were you capping on me? Dude, if I'm not going to cap on you, Des, then, then I don't like um, you, man. So okay. figure it out, son. Huh? I'm, all right. Look, we just got to win. We're just going to win. And that's, yeah, that's, what that's I said. all that fuck, fuck them all, man. Are you, are, are we, uh, are we thinking Philly has to be like, what the fuck's going on? We're trotting out Lance for Lander Framber when they're like, we just got to win one game to get in the playoffs. Let's look at the playoff matchups and the Ashes are trotting out last year's ace. Your number three started this year, Lance McCullough Jr., who's fresh, fresh right. as can be. Maybe hey, maybe a guy had a little, little bubble gut, says, hey, it happens. Get it out of the way now. Um, that's why he missed his last start. And then you got Justin Verlander. Cy Young, and then you got Framber, who's going to be second in Cy Young voting, or should be. And Philly, the Phillies got to win one game. Like, they got to be thinking, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, you look at the uh, playoff picture right now in the NL. You have Dodgers, one seed, Braves, two seed. Philly and St. Louis, as of right now, would play each other, uh, and they would get the Braves, and then the Mets and Padres would play each other, and they would get the Dodgers. So, Philly coming to town, they've got to win one game and they have to face the quality pitching of the Houston Astros, which, I mean, some people, well, not some people, a lot of people like to question Dusty Baker on every little thing that he does, but I think this is the right move to start all three of these, these guys. Oh, you know, yeah. keep it, keep it, uh, keep the routine up and moving. You've got some days off coming up, you know, let them rest. And then I'm sure there's going to be simulated games and some inner squads or whatever you want to call it where you'll see live BP sessions and all that, so forth and so on. Um, keep the rotation going. And Philly, good luck. Simple as that. Here, here's a conspiracy for you. Not that it's a big deal. Um, but the Astros have, for a few weeks, had planned this Lance McCullers 
um, astronaut space city branded bobblehead that they're doing tonight. Do you think they push Lance's start back? Oh, for, for to tonight for sales for promotional from a promotional standpoint. Maybe. I thought tonight was Dusty's rep ring. No. The Astros just tweeted out a little bit ago, a little bobblehead with Lance and two dogs. Hmm. And it's in the space city uniform thing for Monday nights. No, I don't think, I don't uh, think so, but it's fun. You know, it's fun. Speculation. Yeah. No, I mean the bobblehead game. Everyone loves, um, no, I think, I do think maybe, you know, like, hey, let's let's push Lance to start because, you know, we, do we really need him to pitch right now? Get him tuned up one last time. Um, but, I, I mean, I expect him to go out and shove for six tonight. Um, I don't know if he's going to be, I don't think he'll be on pitch count or anything, so he'll be he'll be fine. But I I, I think he'll be I didn't think the Phillies, I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I didn't know the Phillies were going to sneak in like this. The, I think, uh, I think. Lance will be on some sort of a pitch count, like 80 pitches. Dusty said he's going to go as long as he can go. That's what Dusty said. They're going to let Lance go to find his limit, I think, today. Okay. Mm. So, Lincoln, like that. yeah, I like it. What, um, before we shut this thing down, what are some things you want to see over the next three days? And because we're going to do a, another episode, yeah, uh, like a season roundup in three days. But just to wrap up the series, what are what are some things you want to see? Um, Obviously, I I just want to see Jake Myers get a lot of a lot more yeah. innings. I think he shouldn't be on the bench. Is he even starting tonight? The schedule. I mean, the raw, the, the lineup come out. Lineup should come out in about. Jake is starting tonight. He is. It's already out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What is it? It's a. Uh... Altuve, Pena, Alvarez, Bregman, Tucker, Guriel, Mancini, Myers, Maldonado. I I think for me, I want to see, I want to see a lineup that you're going to roll out for ALDS game number one. I want to see that in regular season action against a team like the Phillies. So whatever you, whatever Dusty thinks that might be, um, I liked Alex Bregman in the two hole the other night. I did, I didn't, I uh, didn't not 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 fall in love with that. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it as well. Um, so maybe toy with that. Just I want to see the lineup, what it's going to look like now. Whether that's Chaz in center, um, Jake Myers in center, and you know, if you're going to bring Jake Myers back up and you're going to recall him, why why not give him a lot of opportunities? Like get him back going. And yeah, I'm just. I'm really interested to see how it is for game one with Verlander on the mound. And is it going to be, be your boy Dubon, dude? It's going to be Dubon in center? 100%. Right? So, I don't know. I want to see another thing, man. At Mancini. Um, he's not starting. No, I know he's not no, starting. In the playoffs. But, in the playoffs. Yeah, Sorry. I know he's not. I know he's not starting, but, you know, I want to see when he does get some opportunities in these last three games. Like, I want to see better at-bats from him because he's – He's kind of like he's feast, a little bit. feast or famine right now. Yeah. To say the least. Uh, look, it's, this offense, this offense fucks. And it looks like Pena, I, we said, we kind of said it on here. He's going to start off hot. Once they have the book on him, he'll struggle and then he'll figure it back out on the back end. So yeah. shout out to him putting the work in shout out to, I don't know I don't know what hitting coach it was. If it was Snicker or Centron or whoever it was working with them. Um, they have a really good, really good play game plan for Jeremy Pena right now. Yeah. And um 
him coming on right now is just another thing. I mean, we've talked about over the last month and a half. Bregman, Bregman's here. He's back. Tucker's here. He's healthy. Jordan's here. He's healthy. Altuve's, his, I think we saw in the group message today, his WRC was two points higher than it was over his MVP year. Um, he's there. Like, this lineup is deep and healthy. And then you yeah. insert Jeremy Pena, where he can just go out and play baseball and look like he's not pressing. I think we finally got to see him smile over the last two and a half weeks, more than it has been for the last two and a half months. So yeah. baseball is hard. Baseball is daunting. And when you're playing up against a franchise ghost, it's it tough. And so obviously that's going to be his biggest battle this October is that playoff ghost that used to be there. And I, I just think it, it, it behooves like that word, SAT, the word behooves. SAT word of the episode is behoove. behoove. Please use it in a sentence. Uh, I don't even know. Josh. I don't even, yeah. Can you, we look up behooves? It, it behooves everyone to. Behooves is the duty or responsibility for someone to do something. Put on the board. It behooves all of us to just let Jeremy Pena be Jeremy Pena. Let that kid go out there, rip some bicep curls, rip some tricep dips, throw on their shirt, hit some tanks, and let him just smile. Because you know what? America's about to fall in love with this kid because they're about to see him all the time on every single fucking graphic that TBS or TNT is going to put on the ALDS. Oh, Jeremy Pena versus Carlos Correa in the playoffs. Yeah, America's going to fall in love with this kid. And you know what? They should. So let him be him. Let him be a kid. Hey, sometimes, sometimes kids, I don't have kids, but I, you know, word on the street, sometimes kids, you know, they, they fuck up. Our, our little shortstop, you know, it's fine. Let kids be kids. Hey, Relax. speaking of shortstop, feet up. speaking of shortstops, you guys want to go to the Dior store anytime soon? You want to go to the Dior store? Because when I go to Dior, I'm just like, I want that. I get it. You what want a quote. The, what a line. You, you, <laughs> you want the product. You got to you gotta come get it. You got to go gotta get, get it. Get the product, baby. I loved it. I that's loved how, the line. That's how I am in Chipotle. <laughs> oh, you want the guac? I, I want, want the yeah, guac. Yeah, I want, I want the extra cheese. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Give it to me. Shameless yeah. plug right there for Chipotle. So Yeah, Chipotle. <laughs> send, the, send the check, Chipotle. Right here. Right there. Right there. Right there. Chipotle. Yeah, we're going to see what Jeremy's made of in uh, October. So oh, we we got to do dog of the. We'll save the next dog of the week for. No, nah, we we dog. got we got dog of the week later on this week, and dog of the season. Dog of the season. Oh, we're dog doing of dog the of the season. season too. Dog of the season. Ooh, okay. that's what we call a tease. That's what we call a tease in the biz. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Hey, speaking of um, speaking of Christian Javier's K per nine eleven point seven. You can catch the 11.7 podcast right here on the Apollo Podcast Network. <laughs> that was Come good. Baseball that was season. good. So don't, they don't call me Lima 790 for nothing. You know, it's just what I do. 11.7, plugging it all good. the way around. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. So check, check out, that out. Check out the 11.7 voice. That was that, good. That's going to do it. We'll be back in a couple of days. Astros, Phillies tonight, Monday. Lance McCullers Jr. on the Mount Des. You got anything before we get out of here? Just keep winning. Just keep Fuck winning. everyone else. Just keep winning. I'm with you. Fuck them. Fuck him. Fuck him, we ball. That's it. We'll see you on a couple of days. Peace. Peace, love, guys.